Hello there, listeners, and welcome to episode 20 of Outer Rim Reads, a podcast that journeys chapter by chapter through various Star Wars novels across the canon. My name is Andrew Geha, and I'm your host along this journey. In this episode of our interseason break, we're going to do things a bit differently. We're not going to talk books today, we're not going to dive into any chapters or comics, we are going to do a bracket-style tournament in which we will determine who the most interesting Star Wars side character is. And our two competitors today are returning guests, Douglas Dubois and Samuel Sturmer. Doug and Sturm, thank you so much for coming on today to duke it out for the most interesting Star Wars side character. <laughs> You're very welcome. I'm excited. Thanks so much for having us again. Uh, and we're recording this w- with video <laughs> today, and I-, I love seeing you go about your work. You, you sound fantastic. We all know that. Yeah. You look fantastic <laughs> doing it, too. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, listeners, Doug has a, an amazing hat that he let us, uh, let us in that his son actually has a bounty on his head for, uh, for the hat. True. So. This is true. 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> and I will equally enjoy uh, seeing you guys kind of crush under the weight of this tournament. We got an interesting format <laughs> set up today for, yeah, the best side character, the most interesting side character. Um I could lay out the format and the rules of the tournament and the characters that will be competed against each other really quick before we get started into it. So I wanted to keep this tournament somewhat manageable and doable and reached out to a few friends for their top 20 or so Star Wars side characters. I saw which ones overlapped with my own choices, with their choices. I added a few myself for a comedic element. And I came up with a simple list of 16 characters. I know it's not quite an exhaustive list. There's so many out there in the Star Wars universe, but honestly, we are here for the laughs today. So the 16 characters in this tournament are Wedge Antilles, Babu Frick, Nine-Num, Bosk, Hondo Onaka, Greedo, Wicket, Wat Tambor, Pondababa, Kit Fisto, Sebulba, Max Rebo, Salacious Crumb, Figrin Dan, Ben Quadraneros, and Porkins. What a good lineup we have today. <laughs> Certainly got its selection It's there, a fantastic yeah. lineup. There's one or two I looked at and I'm like, I gotta say something positive about this guy or, you know, like, this, <laughs> or, or even somewhere I was like, how can I say anything negative about this one? But... We'll see. <laughs> a lot of interesting matchups we have too. Uh, I'll list those matchups as we go on. But this will be a single elimination tournament in which there will be four rounds total the classic round of 16, the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and the championship round, as well as a third place match. I've designed the rounds to progress with increasing difficulty. In the first round, Doug and Sturm, you guys will each have one minute to present your case for the character that you're representing. And I think as we move through the bracket, you guys can pick as you want which characters in each matchup that you want to represent, kind of first come, first serve. And this is where it gets interesting. In, in the second round, you guys can only use a rhyme for your argument. <laughs> in the third round, you have to give a haiku for your character. And for any of the listeners who aren't familiar with what a haiku is, for what it entails, it's basically a short poem in which the first line is five syllables, the second line is seven syllables, and the third line is five syllables, so five, seven, five. And in the final round, the championship round, and also for the third place match as well, Doug and Sturm, you guys will have to create an acrostic for your character's name. And for someone like Wedge Antilles, I think we'll just, you know, if he makes it to the final, just stick with Wedge. I think Wedge Antilles is a little bit too long. And for anyone who doesn't know what an acrostic is, it's where you align the letters of their names downwards, and for each letter of their name, you have to create a phrase, or it can be a single word, but for each letter of their name, a phrase or a word. And that'll be the layout of today's tournament. How are you guys feeling? I'm ready to get Like in, I yeah. said, I woke up with a little <laughs> bit of nervous energy this morning, uh, but uh, I'm ready. I'm pumped. Yeah. I'm ready, too. Honestly, for me, this is the least amount of prep that I've had to do for an episode, <laughs> aside from creating the bracket and coming up with the uh, the characters. Uh, so yeah, I will act as the moderator and I will be the judge as to which of your arguments, which of your poems and such were the best. But keep in mind that I'll most likely cast my vote for which of the two are the funniest. So be <laughs> as creative as you can. You can trash the other character in your argument. You can roast, you can hype your guy up. It's, it's all about appealing you to your ego at the end of the day is what you're saying. Honestly, oh, yeah. yes. We're here for me. <laughs> 
uh, unless you guys have any questions, we can get started with the first matchup in our tournament. Do you guys have any questions before we get started? No, no I follow go. all of that, and I'm, I'm fizzing at the bung. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I am... Uh, <laughs> You know, I've been waiting for you to use that phrase on the, on the podcast. You've been on for like four episodes, and now is finally the moment, you know? <laughs> so let me tell you guys the first matchup we've got in our hands. And like I said, this can be a first-come, first-serve. Honestly, whoever wants to represent which character, it's up to you. Babu Frick versus Wedge Antilles. Ooh. You go, dog. You go. You go. I, I, I would possibly <laughs> lean towards Wedge, but I, I think I've got one or two convincing arguments uh, for and against both of them, so I'm, uh, I'm cool. All right. Team Wedge for Doug, Team Babu Frick. Hey, hey, first turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let's, let's get stuck into it, guys. We've got one minute for each one of these first-round matchups. Who wants to go first? Doug can go first. He, he's he's, sit, he's sitting there thinking to himself, <laughs> recency bias, if I go second, uh, you know, he's, Exactly. I he gets to see how you, how you just, go about your business. I've got to play already. You know? Okay. <laughs> It's yeah. all about the mind games here, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the mind the games. The word master <laughs> on the other end is just planning, isn't it? I've got to have all the help I can get. <laughs> all, right. all right, Doug, whenever you're ready, I will start your timer. Okay. All right. Whenever Judge you're ready. Andrew, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'd like to present to you Wedge Antilles. And we all know Wedge Antilles. He's been around since, you know, the original trilogy, played by Dennis Lawson, obviously. As a character... Look, he's he's an X-wing pilot. Pilots are pilots are sexy, right? Uh, so so much so much so that he banged Wexler's mum, right? In uh, in the aftermath trilogy, uh, you know he he gets the ladies. He flies an X-wing. He's a character we all want to be uh, at some point in our lives uh, as a young man growing up. He's involved in both Death Star assaults, um, the assault on Exegol. Uh, you know, like his CV is just brimming with with accolades whereas Babu Freak okay you know he's cute and all that sort of stuff but he's a small boy at the end of the day isn't he uh, Ten seconds. and I'm listening to him and I'm thinking to myself stop mumbling mate I've got no idea what you're even saying two one and time <laughs> oh my god quite convincing I did not know that fact about uh, Wedge getting with that snap uh, Wexler's sorry mom is that it I should have put spoiler warning up <laughs> I had no clue no that is <laughs> uh, I had zero clue about that that's gold that's oh, yeah Stir are, are you ready are you yep, ready I'm ready alright I'll start this timer. Let's go. Right, so what can we say about Babu Frick? He's a small little guy, you know, he likes to get in and be the centre of attention whenever he comes on screen. Uh, he's there with a little uh, squeaky voice. Um, <laughs> and he's, he's playing with C-3PO's head like there's no tomorrow. He's just opening that boy up and <laughs> digging in there. Um, he's... Uh, the best thing about him is he's tiny, so he's great for cuddly toys. You just give him a little cuddly toy to your dog, yeah, he just merch. plays with it and everything. Whereas Wedge, he's a bit of a tall man, he's got nothing nothing to do there. He may fly fly an X-Wing, but really, what what can he do if you can't drill inside C-3PO's head? Just got to love it. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> the best seconds. guy in the universe. And even the planet he's on, Kajimi, it's it's only seen in one thing but it's that just, is time uh, <laughs> i was locked at the end there i was like i've said all i can about this you guy you didn't have a lot to go with but you you did admirably I was, I was just, <laughs> you did admirably i will say i will say i i, I gotta give this round bollocks <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like you did the best you could with not a, not a lot of uh, content. Mm. So you went for a minute, you know, that's, that's, that's probably true. seemed like an eternity over there. <laughs> I was struggling a little bit with Babu Frick to come up with good stuff, but I did come up with instantly become mm. C-3PO's oldest friend. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, yes. That's true, actually, true. <laughs> Unfortunately, Sturm, I will have to give that round to Doug hey, and Wedge and Tilly. No worries. <laughs> You did great, though. You did great. I'm excited to see how these uh, these Can't next matchups are going to go. Wexley's mum, can you? <laughs> yeah, honestly, that uh, when you said that, that just took the cake right there. I was like, all right, well, that's that's done with. <laughs> In the next matchup of this tournament, we have Saboba versus Wicket. They only have 
sort of a, a small screen time both times. They do. I'll let you guys pick which ones you want to represent that we can get uh, get into that one. I might go Wicket, actually. I'll go okay. Wicket. Sturm on I'll Team Wicket. That. Doug yeah. representing Sebulba. I'll take that. Sturm, you know, you sat back so Doug can yep. get got us uh, started in the last round. How about you uh, make your case for, for Wicket <sighs> whenever you are ready, my man? Right. Let's go. So, first thing that we love about this guy is the way he says yub-dub. It's just it's <laughs> the best thing in The Return of the Jedi, you've got to admit, the way he says it. He's also played by Warwick Davis, who's a legend among the, 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 the film industry. Um, he has his spear, that he, he's, he's all cautious of, of Leia, but he's, he's still, he, he composes himself. Mm-hmm. He then says, right. She's not a threat. I'll become part of this story. He then takes her and then takes her, and, uh, walks her off, and he's just the the perfect embodiment of a little cuddly bear for for the little kids that like watching it. Um, and then he, he he acts like the 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 leader of the Ewoks, despite his he's, he's, such, he's such a small guy. He probably has absolutely no idea what's going on in that clan. But he takes it upon himself and pretty much owns his life. Damn, that is time. That is a good way to. That is a good way to end it. The, the teddy yeah, bear I, taking yeah. down the empire. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought when I started, I was like, right, I got a lot to say, and then suddenly I was like, what am I going to say about this guy? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just oh man. Oh, well. I mean, you've you've represented two very merchandisable characters so far. You know, Babu True, and, yeah. and Wicket. I see what your the pattern that you've got going here. The yeah, whoever I'm, can I'm, create <laughs> the most fan appeal, yeah. the merch. Yep. <laughs> Literally, just one big marketing and scheme. Here. It, that's what George Lucas did. So, all right, this is so Doug. much harder than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are doing good. Easy for me to say. I just get to sit back here and listen. <laughs> All right, all right, Doug. Whenever you're ready to convince us why Sibulba is more interesting of a character than the teddy bear Wicket, where do you start with Sibulba? I mean, I suppose you start with what Watto says. Sibulba, he always wins. That dude is a champ. <laughs> you don't mess with Sibulba. You see him just hanging out in Mos Espa. He's he's hanging with some Twi'lek groupies, just relaxing because he knows he's the best, and he probably has. I think one of the more pivotal moments in Star Wars history where he just about gets in a ruckus with Jar Jar, he would have killed Jar Jar out of that first film, (laughs) but for a twist of fate. And I think we can all agree that probably would have been for the best. And then uh, on the other side of the the coin, you've you've got Wicket. And I love Wicket. I love Return of the Jedi. And he was even the star of the Battle, Battle for Ten Endor. Seconds. And that's the better of the two Ewok films, but they have not aged well. <laughs> we got time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> got the pivotal moments down. That's, uh, you know, how different things might have been if he actually, you know, took out Jar Jar there. Who, who's there to give Palpatine emergency powers, you know? Prequels would have been so much different. If he won the pod race, Anakin wouldn't have been freed, you know? It, it, I think... Sebulba is the clear star. Sebulba created Darth Vader. That's what, that's what we've realized. He's just, he's done that. He's, he's ruined the galaxy there. I will have to give that round to, uh, to Sebulba. Sebulba <laughs> oh, yeah. always wins. So in our next matchup, I'm really, this, these are, <laughs> you guys are doing great. We've got Nine Numb and Ben Quadrinero. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. These guys like have two minutes of screen time, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but how can you really juice it to get the most, you know, the these most value? Were, these were two I really had to think about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talking a minute um, about. Gee, uh, I'll go. I'll go Quadrineris. I think. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Okay. All right. I thought you were about to take the easy way out with nine num, but <laughs> let's see what you got. I would say it's easy, but you know, <laughs> comparatively, I don't yeah, know. Maybe yeah, I, I had I had a little think about this one, and I, I had a little bit of a look up, and I actually went back and verified this, but um, I found one little interesting piece of okay. information on on Quadrineris. Should we alternate again? Is it easiest yeah, way to yeah. go? Give me some more thinking okay, time, okay. please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm begging you, please. <laughs> All right. So, look, uh, I'm right. arguing the case for Ben Quadrineris, and I'm not going to pretend that he had a fantastic day out on the Boonta Eve Classic. He did not. 
He did not. <laughs> but after the Boon to Ev Classic, which wasn't his greatest moment, he bounced back like a champ and went on to become Sebulba's greatest rival. And, and you can see this in a poster in Anakin's bedroom. And also on the ghost, there's uh, a poster of, of these two great pod racing rivals. What? Uh, so, you know, the, the mark of a, a true champ is, hey, you get knocked down. Everyone gets knocked down. But you come back and you go and take on the best. Oh, my God. So, you know, and, and he fights fair too. He's not like that grub Sebulba. He's the good guy. In the ongoing story of pod racing on, on Tatooine. Whereas Pancake Face, is more like Labia Face if you ask me. <laughs> he does fuck all really at the Death Star Assault and he just mumble, mumble, mumble. And time. <laughs> where, where have you just pulled that you, fact out of? I, I, yeah, where did I've, that come from? I'm pretty sure you just got that out of the cubby hole and, in and the room I, I did go back and look and, and you can see this poster. I need to go <laughs> look at these I need to go look at these scenes to find this poster. This is not and, uh, I wonder how been, valuable that would be. It must have just been you know? Sabine doing some drawings, you know? Can't <laughs> yeah. be true. How do you bounce back from adversity? Wow. Ben Quadraderos. I had I had zero clue. That was well argued. Well, I better um, pull out a fact from somewhere. <laughs> you get the pancake mix out. You got the stovetop running. Let's hear it about. Uh, let's hear uh, nine num pancake okay. face. Well, let's start with pancake face. What can we say? He's got a pancake for a face. Everyone loves pancakes. <laughs> First of all, he defeated the second Death Star. He mm. he was part of that that rebel group that went in, took it out like there was it was nothing. Then. He, he comes back and he unfortunately does a sacrifice in the Tantive mm. Four in The Rise yeah. of Skywalker. It's sad, but as we know, all heroes that lay down their lives are remembered forever. So he, he destroyed one and then laid down his life for the other. But what can we say for Ben Quadranero? Well, we could say his pod race explodes before even <laughs> moving. Oh, like literally. His... his, his his quadranero and his quad engines just split apart like a supernova as if there was <laughs> as if it was creating a new star <laughs> this time look a, a new star was born and it wasn't him it was Anakin. <laughs> i mean when you when you weigh the two against each other you know winning some pod races destroying a death star and also ensuring the safety of the galaxy for mm. generations to come you know yeah. that was uh <laughs> yeah, ripped to ripped to nine up. <laughs> oh, good old pancake face. And look, I can't I can't argue the Butter Eve classic was pretty poor showing from Quadraneros. He stalls it, and then like Anakin stalls his too, but he gets his racer off the line and he wins that goddamn race. And Quadraneros just completely muffs it. And he just yeah. <laughs> there was no coming I mean, back. That was, for a, t- him. That was yeah. a tough to sell. He is a sort of a pancake face as well. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to say, you know, Anakin was able to get off the start. Quadraneros, he, he could have done more, you know. I think Nine Num, as far as interesting yes. traits go, I think he he played a bigger part in the forming of the galaxy as as we knew it. So I don't know. I think I'm gonna have I'll to go with Nine Num. I can see that That was well argued, and, and you totally went for you went for the food as well. Which I'll come back <laughs> next round, like Big Quadraneros. Uh, I'll come back. <laughs> Like a champ. Why do we fall, you know, to get right back up? Like you're, like exactly. you're saying. Quadraneros is literally to... Bruce Wayne. <laughs> right? Ben, ben Quadraneros is Bruce Wayne. Confirmed. <laughs> That's my headcanon. The Star Wars Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah. So in this next matchup, we have Figurin Dan versus Ponda Baba. Two of the heroes from A New Hope. <laughs> and I am, uh, you know, part of this iconic cantina scene. Let's hear it. I'm going to go Pondababa, I think. Okay. Okay, okay. All right, so what can we say about Pondababa? It's so hard. (laughs) I actually don't know what... Oh, he's just... He's he's a character that you you never forget. He's the one that initially gets Luke's attention. Like, the the, the main character, he, he, Mm. he takes him on, you know? He's there getting a drink and takes on one of the, the... The biggest characters in Star Wars history. Um, he... In, he, he, in the end, is is one of the reasons that Obi Wan shows off his lightsaber skills. Yeah, in, to ten begin seconds. With, he he gets the lightsaber out in the first place. He he creates the first lightsaber battle. That's that's, <laughs> that's what we could say. At this time. 
Oh my god. The first lightsaber battle happened in, in Maz Eisley Cantina. Got his arm oh. chopped off. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, Sturm, you're, you're so right. He was the first one to really mm. confront Luke Skywalker. He stepped up to the plate. He's, he's not scared <laughs> of some whiny little kid who's, you know, thinking about his power converters. Power converters, yeah. Tashi Station. Nah, he's not, none of that. He means business. He's there, you know, he's there to pick up some And he fun, knows you know, he's got no fights. business exactly. being in this cantina too. So, no, nah, no. But anyway, oh, I'm not arguing right, for him. Two today. seconds of screen time. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're arguing for for our boy uh, Figrin Dan. I didn't include the rest of his band, uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, but I figure he's iconic as mm-hmm. as it goes. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, Figrin Dan. So uh, look, he's the driving force, obviously, behind the band and that famous Cantina song that we all know. He he lights up the clue horn like no one else, but he also plays <laughs> a mean Gessan string drum, uh, and. <laughs> His music is so good, they called it jizz. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, you can see where I'm going with this. That's you true. know what they say about a big forehead, and the ladies sure know what they say about it too. Whereas we're talking Panda Baba, you know, if you're such a tough guy, why are you picking on whiny kids and old men? And what's mm. he remembered for? <laughs> for being a bum face. And that's it. A bum face that gets chumped out by an old man and a whiny kid. Iris <laughs> Oh, with with time to spare too. Oh my gosh, that yeah, wow. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give that one to to yeah, I mean, Dan. <laughs> I Baba has nothing on that, does he? <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, you got the instruments in there. You know, it's when people think about a new hope. One of the you know one of the classic tunes that we all hum in our head. Exactly. Not for copyright's sake. I'm not gonna play a part of that. <laughs> All right, in this next matchup, we have the number two seed, Salacious Crumb versus number 15, Bosk. The first one to be able to mimic Salacious Crumb's laugh instantly gets the progression of the tournament. Yeah, I'm not even going to try. What was that? Okay, I'm probably going to go Salacious. You're going to go with Salacious? I'm going to go with Salacious Crumb. All right, okay. This is going to be fun. Okay. So, starting now, Salacious Crumb, he's the ultimate hype man right if you you know whatever you say he's going to be in the background going <laughs> you know he's got your back and he'll pick a droid's eye out if shit gets hectic too uh he's got a great sense of humor he's uh, you know it's a charismatic guy he steals the screen in return of the jedi uh in my opinion compared to say Basku. It's a little bit of screen time. He gets quite a bit in the Clone Wars, and he plays the hard man and the muscle and that, but he often ends up getting played for the chump. He gets beaten to the prize by Boba <laughs> and, and Empire Strikes Back. He gets captured and put in prison in the Clone Wars. He's, he's amateur at best. Uh, and just closing point, <laughs> the yellow jumpsuit. Come on. That's a look. Oh my god! <laughs> I see what it, it was. Is, it is a look. It is a look. I will say, you know, he's going for style points. Maybe at a certain era. I don't know how they do things, you know, out in that galaxy far, far away. But it is. Uh, bold. And that <laughs> film was made in 1980, or released released in 1980. Yellow was the 70s, so he was he was behind the times. Well played for Salacious Crumb, the greatest hype man in all <laughs> of Star Wars. <laughs> That was a very accurate laugh as well, I have to say. It was, was I will say. If I'm, if I'm a man of my word, I have to progress Salacious Crumb uh, instantly after moving <laughs> forward. But I think I'll hear out Sturm with Bosk, yeah. I think. Please, please. So, what can we say about Bosk? Well, when you first see him, he is the center of the screen. He is the scariest mm. looking bounty hunter in that selection. He is a, a man or a lizard thing that strikes <laughs> fear into your eyes and heart. Mm. He's there with his big relby, his big massive feet and claws. And in the Clone Wars, he is a feared man by many Jedi. And especially with his brawl and big teeth that he gets into. Whereas Salsha's probably one of the most hated characters, I would say. (laughs) That laugh. Ten seconds. the, The way he just bounces up to the ceiling. In that, that, what, how does he defy gravity like that? That's not a, that's not a thing that is allowed to happen, you see. <laughs> <In his time. laughs> so, Lisa Scrum, defying gravity. <laughs> I should have said that as one of my cons, to be honest. You know, oh, my pros, I should say. 
And I mean, whose jump was better? I know Bosk in Battlefront 2. Bosk is undeniably one of the better characters in Battlefront. <laughs> we don't talk about that here. You know, Bosk made it into the game. Where's Salacious Crumb's video game? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, it's it's in the it's in the works. <laughs> yeah, it's in the works. Yeah. That was that was a tough one. I think I'm gonna have to go with the hype man. I'm the gonna have to go man. with the the most iconic laugh in all of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go with Salacious Crumb. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I think the the next matchup we've got is actually this will be a good one. We've got number seven seed Hondo Ooh. Onaka against number ten Kit Fisto. I think this is a pretty good okay. matchup we got. Yeah, these two, these two are interesting. Probably two of the more notable uh, characters in this and two in this who've list we got. Sort of ultimately come to life in uh, in the animated series. Obviously, you know, Kit for Fisto's sure, for sure, in the films. But I'll probably go for Kit Fisto. Okay, Kit Fisto. Hondo Onaka. All right, who wants to go first? I think it's me to go first. Hondo, the greatest pirate in Star Wars. We all know that. We know we know the meme. He's one of the best memes, especially when it came to the Mandalorian coming out when you could when everyone didn't have uh, Disney Plus. You had to use him as the pirate. <laughs> um, but the way he portrays himself, he, he he doesn't care if he gets crossed. He just takes that on, as if uh, he's taught them that. That's the best way to do things, is to never trust anybody and always go back on your word, is, is, is what he does. Um, he makes great friends with Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin mm. Skywalker, even teams up with them a couple of times, and everyone loves that. He then befriends one of, personally, one of the my favourite Jedi, uh, young Ezra. Ten seconds. Um, he, he he sort of t- takes him under his wing and calls him his apprentice. Everyone loves a little <laughs> <laughs> apprentice and master situation. So and that he's is the best time. <laughs> <laughs> he has some good uh, friends on his list: Anakin, Obi Wan, yeah. Ezra, perhaps the greatest master of all time, Hondo Onaka. Hot Look, take. I mean, I when know. it comes to name <laughs> dropping at parties, he's gonna be you know he'll be going from group to group. Oh. Ezra, I know Ezra. Oh, and can I remember? Yeah. <laughs> and he saw something in uh, he saw something in Ezra too. He got he formed a little you know connection, <laughs> emotional connection to Ezra, which is always nice to see. And that was a, a a good, very compelling character. Nicely done, Sturm. Nicely done. And we've got Doug with Kit okay. Fisto. Fisto. Alrighty. So, look, I'm gonna start off with Kit Fisto. He's the coolest of the Jedi, right? He goes about his business with a smile on his face. He's got the kind of quasi-dreadlock <laughs> things going on. He's got a bit of a Jamaica man vibe. And as, as a part Jamaican myself, I, I vibe with that. He's de- as deadly underwater as he is on land. He's got a cool green lightsaber, and who doesn't want one of those, right? Uh, and at least he manages to turn his lightsaber on during Palpatine's arrest, unlike some others. <laughs> uh, as for Hondo, as for I mean, he's, he's comic relief. He's a goofball. He's... A drunken jester, if you will. And, and he's a snake in the grass. One minute he's your best friend, the next minute he's trying to kill younglings. Who can trust a guy like that? So I think in closing, this has to go to Kit Fisto, does it not? <laughs> does it? <laughs> does it? Ooh. The dreadlock uh, vibe. <laughs> you know, ultimately, you know, Hondo's got a cool hair style <laughs> i love the i love the weak no, kid fistos in general you know <laughs> oh yeah true it's little goggles are, yeah. as well <laughs> oh for sure i you know ultimately one of these guys got killed by palpatine and the other one survived you know D- did hondo get killed by palpatine <laughs> <laughs> well who knows could could Hondo take Palpatine in a fight? I don't know. Kit Fisto couldn't. I I don't know. I think I think I'm gonna have to go with Hondo Onaka. I should never. I, think I'm gonna have to I go with Hondo. Never brought up the whole Palpatine's arrest thing, even, even though I mean, he did how better you than know? <laughs> you know some of his contemporaries, his fellow you Jedi know? masters. Yeah. He he still got chomped out. So I think he managed what like two two parries before he was so, taken yeah. down. Uh, Hondo still undefeated. You know, perfect record versus Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> what? Judging by those and numbers, I, and alone. I imagine zero he probably zero. does miss his Palpatine occasionally at three AM, challenging him to a one v one. So maybe Palpatine's just one who's yeah. just too scared. Oh, maybe True. he's not answering uh, I'll, the call. I'll, I'll take that. Out. That's that's fair. All right, we uh, got an interesting one next. We got Porkins versus Max Rebo. <laughs> 
if we sort of go and turn about on choosing, I might go Rebo because he, he is my boy. I'll I'll take Porkins. Good old Porkins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I like it. I like it. Max Rebo and Porkins. Okay. Well, Max Rebo. First of all, he's a musician, so he gets the ladies and. You know, like I said about the Beth, you know what they say about long noses. So he makes the ladies happy too. <laughs> he's also, he's like the Keith Moon percussionist of the band. He's the wild man. Uh, he'd be the best to go out on the piss with, that's for sure. And it's the Max Rebo <laughs> band, right? He's he's the driving force musically. He's, he's got it all going on for him. On the other hand, you've got Porkins, right? Who ate all the Nerf burgers? <laughs> His X-Wing was so weighed down that it was too sluggish, even in the vacuum of space, to escape the TIE Fighter wing that went after the assault team on the first Death Star. He ignores Big's warnings to get himself out of there because he's not a team player. He shows it in the mess hall when it's all about, it's all for one for Porkins, and he shows it in the field of battle. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> oh, wow. That even was good. In the vacuum that was good. of space. <laughs> Mixing the roasts with the with the solid uh, solid defense for Max Rebo that was you know. <laughs> and and, and was to really be good. fair, I want to put this out here. I'm not into fat shaming, but um, you know, at the end of the day, this is a debate, and you've got to use what you've got to use what ammo you've got. <laughs> okay, right, Porkins time. Well, what can we say? Porkins has a motto: stay on target. He is told by that guy, t- keeps going. And then, unfortunately, as all heroes do, as we know, heroes, <laughs> <laughs> sacrifices himself for the overall battle. He has the uh, speed and capabilities of a snake. He can slither in and out of places. We don't see that in the films, but we know he has that ability. Whereas <laughs> Max Rebo, what is he? He's just a blue looking plasticine dude. Maybe made up Play-Doh, who knows. <laughs> we all know the real blue king is Thrawn. So he's just a little side guy that no one cares Ten about. Ten seconds. <laughs> Whereas Porkins, he actually helps the rebels win the, 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 in the fight against time. the Empire. <laughs> he, did play, he did play a role. I'm not going to say a key role. He did play a role in that, uh, in the Death Star run. <laughs> As all oh, heroes, man. I was just making shit up there. <laughs> I think I will have to, to give this one to Max <laughs> <Yes>. Revo. <laughs> uh, I'm happy about that one because uh, that is, this, this that was is the one that enough. really mattered to me. Uh, I took time thinking uh, about my your boy, boy Your boy, Max Revo. Um, and I didn't want to bring up before the deliberation that he was involved in that special edition Jedi Rock song. If I was roasting Max, that was totally where I was going for. But um, deliberation's <laughs> been made. It's no, uh, no callbacks. It is set in stone now. You know, Porkins, he, he didn't last long in the Death Star fight and didn't last long in this tournament. Uh, um, he's consistent. He's consistent. <laughs> All right, we've got an interesting matchup to round up this uh, round of 16. We've got number six seed Greedo versus number 11 Watt Tambor. This is, I think, one of the more interesting matchups yeah. we got. Greedo versus Watt Tambor. I'm going to go Watt Tambor. Okay. Okay. I think... I honestly feel more comfortable roasting both of these than uh, than giving props. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's go. <laughs> you have been on fire with the uh, with the roasts, I will say. <laughs> All right. I'll start off with Wat Tambor then. Let's hear so, it. What can we say? He's 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 a metal dude. He he's a metal dude that rolls around on a little rolly thingy bob. He's a rolly boy. Who who doesn't love a rolly boy? Everyone <laughs> loves a rolly boy. They they dodge everything. He can dodge bullets. He can dodge everything. Him with his two mates in the Clone Wars just doing mm. bits. His little uh, speech vibrator that allows him to portray his emotions mm. through what maybe he he might, he might struggle with the with the metallic facial expressions he may be limited to. Mm. Whereas uh, Greedo, well. Uh, he he gets shot, you know. He gets he gets, he gets <laughs> taken down by one of the greatest characters in all of Star Wars, which is fair enough. But Ten should seconds. do should do better, um, especially when uh, Han shot first <laughs> against the old <laughs> hot take. All right, <laughs> that is time right there. You got, I like how you ended with the Han shot first. You know, it's the ultimate yeah. slap in Greedo's face. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you can't even shoot. 
first. <laughs> uh, all right, let's hear it for Greedo. Okay, look, I'm not going to lie. This is a tough one. Um, but Greedo. Okay. Look, we can argue over who shot first. Oh, did Han shoot first? Did Greedo shoot first? And this version, that version. Uh, it doesn't matter. Only plot armor saved Han Solo. Greedo was one of Jabba's <laughs> top guys. And, yeah, you can say he looks like a bit of a goof, but... This movie was actually made and released in the 70s, and that orange jumpsuit, this was actually pretty cool. So, uh, I'm going to go on to, to my boy Watt. He looks like an upside-down green nose sticking out the top of a droid. He's got a stupid <laughs> voice. <laughs> He's the foreman of the techno union, and, and what does that even mean? Does he, you know, does he hand water to the techno GJs during this set, like some sycophant? <laughs> And at the end of Revenge of the Sith, he's, he's jumped out by Vader. Like the rest of the bumbling Separatist Council, I've got no time for this clown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the roast. Man, Absolute that... Roast. Yeah. <laughs> did, not, did not imagine that you'd bring his, uh, his demise in there, too. Uh, the upside down nose, was that? I looked oh, at a picture of him, <laughs> and I was like, okay, how can I roast this dude? I was like, you look like an upside down green <laughs> nose sticking out of a droid. <laughs> oh gosh uh, I'm gonna have to give that round to Greedo and the roast of Watt Tambor <laughs> the roast won it no. uh, the, roasts are, the roasts are winning it today <laughs> that is the conclusion of our round of Woo. 16 Doug and Sturm at the end of this first round how are you feeling? I'm feeling defeated not gonna lie I think I've I won what two of those? I thought it was well fought and I, I think to be fair I think the fair decisions were made were made in each case. I couldn't argue yeah. any of the ones that uh, that I failed to come out on top. And my boy Max got through, so I'm feeling good about all that. <laughs> well, we have got the second round of the tournament. We've got the quarterfinals, in which you guys will have to use rhymes to present your cases and your arguments. I'm not going to put a time limit on this. I think. I will <laughs> let you guys, you know, say your rhymes however you want to. I will read off the matchups that we've got. We've got Wedge versus Sebulba. We've got Nine Num and Figrin Dan. We've got Salacious Crumb versus Hondo. And we've got Max Rebo against Greedo. So it should be interesting. It should be interesting. We can get going with the Wedge and Sebulba in this first matchup of the quarterfinals. I'm going to go Wedge. Okay. Sturm on Team Wedge. wedge. All okay. right. We've got Sebulba and Doug. Rhyme. All right. That gives me a minute to <laughs> uh, come up with a, a rhyme. I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. going to go. Okay, okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> right, so as we know, Wedge, he doesn't live in a hedge. He gets out and about and often eats trout, you know. He, okay. he, <laughs> he likes to get going and make sure that the world is continually flowing. Okay, he okay. Keeps in his X-Wing, whilst maybe giving a sing. He's defeating a Death Star whilst eating a Mars bar. He can do okay. anything as long as he puts his mind to that thing. <laughs> Ramming thing with thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> he flies like an expert and he gets the ladies with his brilliant flirt and that is why wedge is the greatest person to pledge <laughs> i've done I've, their allegiance to the rebellion <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me i'm caught yeah, out is, with my rhyming i will say this is uh listeners i had told doug and stir maybe a couple of minutes before we went live what the rounds would entail for them and <laughs> You know, props to the improv that they're showing today. This is this is definitely some challenging stuff, but uh, yeah. all for all for the good laughs. So I, I love it. You guys are doing great. I definitely don't have like a minute long freestyle, but I've just gone for a couple of little rhymes for my my boy Sebulba. Okay, Sebulba in a pod is an unstoppable force. Who's gonna win? Sebulba, of course. Who can beat Anakin? <laughs> Sebulba's your man. And that's all I got. <laughs> that, yeah, that's big. I need to do some stuff like that, rather. Uh, you know, just for the sheer determination 
and you know overcoming <laughs> adversity i'm gonna have to give it to the long freestyle from sturm you know he he, he went for gold he went for gold with it uh, i feel like i would be remiss if i didn't credit sturm with his uh, minute long i'm gonna have to start adding some roasts into my rhymes as well because they seem to be working well oh, this is what it, uh, so in this next matchup we've got nine num against figrin dan I'm thinking figuring Dan for me. Okay. I'll go non-numb. All right, whenever you're ready. Figuring Dan. Figuring Dan is the man. He's the head of the band. He plays the meanest clue horn in all the land. Nine-numb is a bum, but pancakes, give me some. He's still a failure who <laughs> reminds me of labia. <laughs> <laughs> can nine right. numb rise to the challenge here can the pancake overcome I've done let's a, see I've done a sort of a, a quick a quick sort of thing being okay quickly okay. just scribbling down some things here it, it's sort of short and sweet but we'll, we'll go with it let's go all right nine numb just look at his thumb pancake face don't worry he'll win the race sacrifice on the tentative four mm. only just open the door for finn to you know do his thing. <laughs> Finn for the win, you know? <laughs> that was good. I will have to give this one to Figrin Dan, I think. Figrin Dan will take, Dan let's take this on. one. Figrin Dan, moving on. We've got Salacious Crumb and Hondo Onaka next. Ooh. This is so easy for me. I just get to read off who's part I of think, it. Um, <laughs> let you guys do all the heavy I lifting. Think you, you get the choice this time, Stan. I'll go Salshish Crumb. Have fun rhyming Hanaka. Yeah. <laughs> well, Salshish Crumb. Well, he's just a bum. What's that be in his name? Well, that's just to make him less lame. He is the king on Jabba's throne thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he defies gravity like it's a normal activity. Okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I like it. I like it. So that was bold, Short not uh, not referencing the laugh, but I think you did well. I think you did yeah, well. I didn't like... know how to fit that in in the <laughs> short space. My brain had to think. <laughs> oh, this is good. Salacious Creme with a solid showing here. Solid representation by Sturm, the number two seed against the number seven Onaka. What can Doug conjure now? William Wordsworth over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hondo's a pirate. He'll rub you real quick. You think you're on top, but he knows a trick. Crumb is the hype man of great renown, but when Leia's choking you out, he'll let you down. <laughs> yeah, how could you beat that? Doug has mastered building his case while simultaneously roasting. <laughs> and then dropping the roast. Roasting. Uh, you got, you, you gotta, gotta give it go to that. With, you gotta go with what works, and it's it's... At the moment, statistically, yeah, it's, it's, Shakespeare it's working over there, isn't it? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that, that round will go to Hondo Onaka. That was good. Oh, referencing uh, <clears throat> Salacious Crumb's ultimate, ultimate failure. His ultimate uh, failure. <laughs> to save Jabba. No, he, couldn't, he couldn't do it. All right. From, for this uh, last matchup of round two, we have got Doug's boy Max Rebo Woo! against who shot first? I don't know. Maybe Greedo. So here we go. I'll take Greedo. Get dug in on his, his his Rebo lad. Doug might carry Max Rebo through the entire tournament. That would that would be interesting. Okay. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. My boy Max Rebo, he's mastered the drums. He's dropping six tunes on all of you bums. Greedo is known for who shot first, but we all know Greedo shot worst. <laughs> <laughs> across whichever edition you're watching <laughs> he missed there, there ain't no time where he hits Han so um... there might be like a fanfic out there some kind of you know remastered version <laughs> yeah, yeah. somewhere in the archives some deep deep Greedo file out there it's out there I gotta you know listeners if anyone has a lead on where the version of Greedo winning that encounter please imagine the OT or just the whole saga with Greedo, just insert Greedo where Han was. <laughs> just imagine how that could have been. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. 
All right, we got we got Sturm building his rhyme for Greedo. Yeah, I've sort of got it where I am Greedo. Okay, okay, oh, some you know some first person. All right, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. So, POV. He goes, I am the Rodian, all pretty and green, whilst Max Little Rebo looks tiny and lean. Max Rebo, who is he? Nothing compared to literally me. My name is Greedo, so stick it up there, Rebo. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, but but slim and lean. Uh, Max Rebo, uh, he I'm gets just, some. Uh, can we fact check that? Can we fact check that real quick? Uh, oh, <laughs> I, got, I got my people well. on it right now. I don't know if Max Rebo is the leanest, uh, the leanest Rebo out there. <laughs> oh gosh, that was. I like I like the creativity though. I like the creativity of, of the first person. Oh. <laughs> Man, this is this is a tough one. I think I'm gonna have to go with Max Rebo here. I think I'm gonna have to go with Max Rebo. Ooh. I was nervous I respected, there. I'm not gonna lie. I respected the first person. I I just think the the you know the Greedo shot worst. That that just is the icing on the cake. Yeah. I'm gonna um, have to go with Max Rebo here. This that was a really tough one. That was a really I, tough I one. I thought I might have let my boy Max down there, and I was my heart was pumping. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That was probably Ooh. one of the the toughest decisions I've had to make. And I've had to make a lot of tough decisions. I'm thinking Sturm might have <laughs> to go, might have to go Max roster. in the semifinals because my heart can't do that again. <laughs> We've got the semifinals right here, round three, where we, Doug and Sturm oh, will have to, to create now. a haiku for their character. Haiku. Yeah, the semifinals already. We've got Wedge versus Figrin Dan and Hondo versus Max Rebo. We've got some, some two good ones. I did not expect Figrin Dan to make it this far, but the musician, the, you know, the classic jizz band leader, Mm. carrying his band through yep. this tournament. And, and look, both musicians are, are going quite far here, and I think the three of us are all, all quite partial to uh, to a bit of musical what creativity. About musicians in the Star Wars universe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm here for a Figrin Dan versus Max Rebo final, so let, let's see. Well, yeah. <laughs> Clash of the musicians. Uh, Literally, the, the battle of the bands. Beethoven v. Mozart. <laughs> so we've got the first match of the semifinals wedge antilles versus figrin dan and doug and storm you'll have to make a haiku for your character five syllables seven syllables and then five syllables again i'm gonna stick with the musicians okay it's been working They've with been me doing so you, far doing you well yeah i yeah. like it i'm here for it being consistent all okay right. haiku all right whoever wants to go first honestly right okay for wedge took down a death star oh wait i took down one more and i am luke's friend <laughs> I really like that one. Speaking of his track record, you know, the solid CV right there. Not one Death Star, but two. That was, that was good. I like that. And friends with Luke Skywalker. How many people can say that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> good, good start. That's the first haiku I've ever written was about which <laughs> Write that down. Frame it. Put it on yep. the fridge. It's going on the wall. <laughs> a solid start here. A solid start. Starting with a great haiku for Wedge and Tilly's. <laughs> okay. I think I'm ready. I think this is my first Star Wars haiku. I've certainly done a few haiku roasts in the Discord a few times. Uh, so figuring Dan. Horns in soothing tones. Evokes childhood memories. The soundtrack remains. Ooh, it's like some smooth jazz. <laughs> That's very true to his character with the smooth jazz. I think I'm going to have to go with Wedge Antilles here. I'm going to have to go with Wedge. <laughs> I'm going to figure Dan. I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are both really good haikus, though. I, I love it. This is the start of the Star Wars haiku era. We've got Wedge in the final. Who will he face? Look, the competition's tough. You get to semifinals, you don't expect a given, do you? No, for sure. Uh, nothing's worse than falling one step short of making I mean, he did final, make the so bronze match, the third place match, so figuring Dan can still yeah. come away okay, with some so kind of silverware, so he's still yeah. in it for the podium. Next, we've got Hondo versus Max Rebo. Can Max Rebo make it to the final? We shall see. <laughs> um, I'm assuming that, Doug, you're going to take Max Rebo. Okay, I'll take it on, my, <laughs> I'll take it on myself. Uh, I'm so nervous. I don't want to fail you, Max. Hondo, right. I do not want to um, fail you, Max. He's made it this far. This has been this has been a really good competition. Okay, I think I got it. All right, let's hear it. <sighs> no pressure. All of the pressure. All of the damn pressure. Okay. <laughs> Light up Jabba's room. Special edition regrets. Talented in blue. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
Obviously talking about that Jedi uh, rocks, that yeah, horrible. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew of your, uh, the affinity, the affection for Max Rebo was so strong. I'm a Max Rebo stan. <laughs> Max Rebo stands out there who are listening are just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go. Honda and right. Being trustworthy is impossible for me. I am a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to give it to Max Rebo with... Yeah, oh, I, I I love the variation in there. <laughs> the little blue thrawn. How can how can you not? <laughs> <laughs> Just with the bigger uh, bones. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to take Max Rebo to the finals here. I'm gonna have to take Max Rebo to the final. We have Wedge Antilles, the Wedge. 16th seed, 16th seed Wedge Antilles against number 14 Max Rebo in the gold match and for the third place matchup we have figrin dan and hondo that should also be a good one dog i'll start with you man you're seeing your boy max rebo in the final here how are you feeling i was nervous before the semi-finals and arguably losing a semi-final sometimes is is worse than failing to make the big dance so am i more nervous this time no i'm just gonna go out there and do my best <laughs> for, for my boy and Whatever happens, happens. It's been a great fight, and I think maybe some of the listeners might have learned a few things about Max. I think we've all learned a lot. And, and for that, you know, I'm grateful for the platform. <laughs> to voice, you know, give, give a voice to Max Rebo for so many that are they're yearning to know more about the legend. <laughs> uh, Sturm, how are exactly. you feeling, man? You have fought valiantly. We're going to go out here and smash it, you know. Max Rebo is a, is, is a tough competitor, you know. He's a, he's a solid guy when, it, when you come down to it, so going to be tough competition but um i'm ready for it uh, are you ready you both will have to create an acrostic for your character's name yeah so for each letter of their name either a, a singular word or a phrase however you'd like so an acrostic for the character's name to determine who is the most interesting star wars side character out of these 16 <laughs> okay all i'll say is i've got something is it my best game is it what Max deserves. <laughs> Who's to say? I don't know, but I've got okay. something. If only I had a B in this. <laughs> Bang, Dot Wexley's mum. <laughs> <laughs> if I gave you the ammo that ultimately sunk Max, <laughs> I would cry myself to sleep. <laughs> okay, so Max Rebo. Music is his passion, a legend of the Star Wars universe. X-Wings are cool, but being in a band is where the real groupies are. <laughs> Rotundan Rad, everyone's favorite percussionist. Better than the Beatles. Only that special edition shame. Thanks, George. <laughs> Max Rebo is better than the Beatles, confirmed. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You got the roast in there with the X. I was really wondering where you're going to go with that. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that you... Oh man, what else could I think of with that? That was good. I had no clue. I, yeah. I did not think to... I, I, yeah, I, I, think I thought like... about mentioning xylophone. Mm. Xylophone, um, yeah. Similar yeah, but... But you went with the roast. You know, I, that, that was a good move. I went with the roast. I thought I'd do that instead. I, was, I could have said xylophones are cool, but percussion's where the real groupies are. <laughs> but no. Get that little dig in. <laughs> that was good. Sturm, now you have to hope that your acrostic mm, yeah. wedge can, can top that. That's a steep mountain to climb, I will say. I'm nervous. Uh, I've, I've done all I can now. All I can do is sit back and, and wait and see. My race is run. Right. I've gone just for, for wedge. So I haven't, haven't gone the empty okay. this bit. I've just gone wedge. One, every battle I entered endured the Skywalker saga, defeated two Death Stars. Give me an X-Wing and the enemy will get destroyed as quickly <laughs> as you could say, Wexley. <laughs> Even Palpatine couldn't kill me. <laughs> that would be a good roast against Kit Listo. <laughs> uh, That's a good point. Uh, that was good. Couldn't even read what I wrote. <laughs> You went with the hard-hitting facts. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. His track record speaks for him. I'm going to have to give it to Max Rebo. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to Max Rebo. Oh, yeah, baby. That's fair enough. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to Max Ooh. Rebo. The... <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. In the end, how could you say no? He's, he's got the, the fire tunes, you know, the hotshot pilots. They can go far, but music will take you across the ages. And, you know, you talk about a lasting legacy. His music will live on forever, so long as there's there's still 
recorded music yes. uh, <laughs> floating around. Music never ages. Damn right. We do have our third place match with Figrin oh. Dan and Hondo. If you Hondo. want to create oh. an acrostic for them, if you want to give a rhyme or a haiku again, I think I might leave it open to creative interpretation. Okay. Okay. This is third place. You know, it doesn't have the same weight as Max Rebo winning it all as the most interesting mm, yeah. side character in Star Wars. So I think I'll give you some freedom here. I think I'll see where you guys want to take it. I've already failed Frigga and Dan once. <laughs> Maybe he deserves better. Yeah, I can go through Okay. That. I'll leave it open okay. to you guys' all right, so. creative interpretation to how you want to try to win this bronze for Figrin Dan or Hondo Onaka. Right, I think I've got a haiku. Okay, let's hear it. Figrin Dan. My forehead is big, but I would say I have skill in making jazz tunes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> Can Doug top that with Hondo, or will Figrin Dan take the bronze with his jazz slash jizz tunes? <laughs> okay, thank God. Let's I hear it. I've okay. Hondo, you old pirate. You can still finish third. You just have to beat Dan. Make him look a turd. <laughs> no one said this would be fair. That's not Hondo's style. He'll turn on you without a care and drop roasts that make you smile. So on that note, let's leave this fool for dead. He looks like a Celestin with elephantitis of the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's brilliant. Uh, that's that's got to go with Hondo. <laughs> shot I've got. It's got to go with Hondo. <laughs> uh, the roasts get him the third. Um. <laughs> that's solid. I had, to, I had to go back to the roasts. Uh, that is good. Do what yeah. works for you. That is good. Yeah, I, I'll have to give that one to Hondo. That was good. I love the artistic choices for this uh, third place. You know, we got the haiku, got the rhyme. The roasts, really, uh, you, you carried them well throughout this whole tournament. Channeling my inner rabbit from 8 Mile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got Max Rebo as the most interesting side character in Star Wars history out of the 16 character list. We've got Wedge in second yes. and Hondo Onaka in third. Doug and Sturm, well played. You both really, uh, you did well with some improv here, with some rhymes and poetry, with some real creative arguments there. Got some roasts as well. How are you guys feeling? This yep. was something new, something different, but I think you guys did really awesome. Oh, oh man, there was, yeah, it was some... great fun, wasn't it? <laughs> there was some pressure there, obviously. Look, I, I, I went to bat for my boy every time I had the chance. Um, <laughs> and I think... My job was infinitely easier than, than yours, uh, Andrew. I, I would not have wanted to be judging that. There were some great haikus, some great rhymes, some some great arguments. It would have been a tough job. Yeah, you guys made it tough for me. There were some really tough decisions I had to make. So that's a testament to your guys' ability on the stage when the you know under pressure in the moment you guys you, you did really well and listeners let me know what you think does max rebo deserve to take home the title take home the gold <laughs> who would have been your pick for the most interesting side character in star wars uh this was this was really fun doug and sturm thank you guys so much for being on this episode, is there any final words that you've got before we close out? This has been fun. This has been different. Something new that leading up to today, you guys had no clue what I had prepared. So I was nervous when you sort of suggested that this wasn't just going to be a straight up, you know, argue your case each round for each character. I was like, oh no, what's he going to get us to do? <laughs> I was a bit nervous. But yeah, I knew it was going to be fun, man. Chatting with you guys is always fun and, uh, and a laugh, so... It really was. Yeah, yeah, how, it how was. could it go wrong? <laughs> it was just a just a bunch of laughs. It really it? Was. It was. Thinking of things off the top of your head was so difficult. So some stuff just comes out. Just it was just absolute <laughs> bollocks. But <laughs> it was worth it. 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 it was really worth it. I, I loved having the chance to see what you guys could come up with. You know, on the yeah. spot too. This was something really fun. So thank you guys so much for doing this. For being a part of this. You know, fun interseason episode. Listeners, thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to follow Outer Rim Reads on social media, feel free to give our Twitter account a follow at Outer Rim Read Pod. 
to stay up to date with the rest of this interseason break and for the final interseason break episode. And you can listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Outer Rim Reads is created by Andrew Geha. It is produced by Andrew Geha. It is edited by Andrew Geha. And we will be back in two weeks with episode 21. So until then, sit back and enjoy. The Max Rebo Band is set for a live show soon. I hear Lapti Neck will be the first on the set list. <laughs>